This time of year, many people have received whiskey as a gift at Christmas. Can't do it. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, come on. It's not even funny. In episode 42, our first show of 2021, we sampled the Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve <laughs> single malt scotch whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> And we talk about some fun whiskey gifts that we may have received over the festive period. Just like last year, you can find some more whiskey-based content on all our social media platforms at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And we're only 10 episodes away from our one-year anniversary. Uh, so why not go and join our Patreon page? Because there's going to be some fun things happening over there soon. Patreon.com forward slash Whiskey and Things. Cheers! Smash that subscribe button. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast with Dave Giles and Nick Kent. Welcome to episode 42 of Whiskey and Things. I'm Dave Giles. And I'm Nick Kent. Everyone knows 42 is the meaning of life. So I'm feeling this is going to be a good one. Lovely. Love that. No. Love that indeed. And uh, Happy New Year to you and to our listeners. Happy New Year to you and our listeners. And our listeners. It feels like ages since we've done this because it's been two weeks. Yeah, but I was still editing last week's show last week. So I've just, you know, and we've chatted yeah. in between. So there hasn't really been a massive gap. But uh, Bl- it's good blunder, to see you, blunder. Good to see you. Absolute blunder. See, we're spacing things. I had two weeks off and it feels like forever since I've done it. So Yeah, uh, I felt like I would have been out of practice if I'd just come back. Or everything, you know, I wouldn't be able to find the files again. You know, I wouldn't know how to set things uh, up. I've got to lost, just keep it rolling. I've got to keep it lost rolling. Lost the cut Dave button. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the turn Dave down button would the, have disappeared. The Dave mute button is, uh, <laughs> is gone. And the, uh, yeah. Did you have a good one, Nicholas? Yeah, I did have a good one. Obviously, it was a quiet one, but uh, kind of means more when you have to make a bit more of an effort with what you have. And, uh, you know, yeah, it was all right. I had to cook my own dinner, mate. Cook my own Christmas dinner. How's that, that first? Go? Went well. I'm a really great chef, apparently. Cooked myself oh, a mean duck breast and well i can't wait for you to do that for me yeah mate simple simple as you like you know cauliflower cheese had to make a roux oh. a roux oh. of all things oh. um, duck uh goose fat roast spuds and uh oh. all, that kind of, all that kind of stuff i need to burn down the kitchen doing it but the the end result was fantastic well that's all that matters yeah how was yours all, all that right? matters yeah it was really good i had a great time uh so just as you say chilled isn't it weird how this time last year the idea of uh, doing a Zoom thing with your parents wasn't even in our vocabulary. I didn't know what Zoom was. I didn't know what well, Zoom was. Uh, I was going to say, so, so you think, oh, it's crazy that we know what it is. Mm. But the fact that my parents are doing it is even more impressive. I'm yeah. like, yes, go mum and dad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, did, did all the Zoom stuff. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I bought my parents. Uh, they've done it now, so it's all good. They, uh, I bought my parents the, um, a tasting from Great Drams, a gin tasting. With, Very with, nice. With great drams. So they were on Zoom with great drams, which is, uh, you know. Oh, nice. So there you go. They learned to do Zoom for that as well. So, yeah, good Fantastic. stuff. Fantastic. Absolutely stuff. love it. Anyway, should we, uh, should we get back in the swing of this before we forget how to do it? 
Sorry, who are you? <laughs> and cue Dave mute button. <laughs> well, if you want to do all the talking, that's fine with me. <laughs> Whiskey bots roll out. All right, let's. Uh, how do you do this again? This week's turkey. No, that's not it. Uh, this week's whiskey. There it is. <laughs> there it is. There Tur- it is. Yeah, this week it's a turkey with no e, as it's uh, <laughs> the Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, forty percent ABV. I just want to point out to how how I ended up with this bottle. So <laughs> okay. After we filmed the last episode, uh, Nick and I had our Christmas party, which involved us sitting up till 4am on yeah, it Zoom. it was quite long, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Having a chat. Christmas blowout because no one else came. It's just us Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Two days later, uh, a box turned up in my flat and in it was this bottle of whiskey. And I was like, who's got me this? There was no note. <laughs> there was no note. I was like, who's got me this bottle of Glenlivet? What's going on? And then I realised I'd ordered it about 3 a.m. because <laughs> you told me about it. <laughs> and I completely forgot that I'd got drunk and ordered a bottle of whiskey. That's uh, amazing. I, and That's then I brilliant. panicked about how much it cost and, and was relieved when I then looked at my account. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. How much did you spend for this? Uh, how- not much. It's about 20 quid, I think. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. What did you What did you buy yours, Dave? Does that have interest? Um, on, a, on an online superstore of some description good okay cool <laughs> well i recently bought mine i've had mine for a few weeks because uh well let's say there's two reasons why we we've decided to do the glenlivet this week one like the founders reserve we talked about back in episode 13 it was on offer in tesco 29 episodes ago 29 29 <laughs> Yeah, it was on offer in Tesco. That's why we ended up doing it originally. And so was this. They did these great deals at the moment with the club card. So it was like 36 quid and then down to 24. So I ended up kind of just, just, you know, picking it up, picking it up. It's a very bold um, bottle, isn't it? And display case, very orange, very bright, pops out of the shelf. It does. It does. It does. It's very inviting. It's very very, inviting. Very inviting. Anyway, we haven't even said what it is yet. Yes, I did. No, I don't think we did. Yeah, I did. Did we? Yeah. All right. I've got that this. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. Oh, brilliant. Yes. And the second reason <laughs> um, why we've done this, um, because we talked about the Glenlivet Founders Reserve back in episode 13, I thought we'd covered all the, the history stuff about Glenlivet and the founder and, uh, you know, how they came to be back in episode 13. So I thought we, I could just send listeners back to episode 13 and then you know just gloss over it a little bit on this one and have a bit of an easy show for the first one back of the year but turns out we didn't i listened to it today and we didn't talk about i think i know what happened it was because you were really caught up on what's a space side <laughs> i was you did yeah back then you did a load of research do you remember trying to figure out what a space side was and it annoyed you because you were trying to you went you, you f- tried to find out the exact details oh the exact like postcodes and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. and it, that you i remember that happening and you were quite annoyed because you're like turns out it's just certain <laughs> uh, who knows who knows what yeah. it is it's, i think i cut it out <laughs> and yeah ends. but you were quite pissed off about all that research you did that ended up being for yeah, not well, nothing but yeah. wasn't as decisive as you wanted it to be. Yeah, no, I remember now. I remember. God, that was so long ago. So, yeah. Sorry to bring so that up. So, basically, yeah, we talked about the space side region and what a Glen is. 
Oh yes, it was. <laughs> and you tested me on different glens. Yes, yes. Uh, was it my favourite? Was the Valley of the Rhinestone Cowboy was my favourite? I, oh, I can't even remember anymore. But huh? it was Glen Campbell. Glen Campbell. Where. There yeah. it is. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, just going to cover a little bit of the history here, but um, you know, because it's one of the important ones. Because um, yeah, as you'll you'll find out here, Glenlivet was started by a chap called George Smith, and uh, it was one of the first. To, illicit distilleries situated in Speyside, you know, away from the prying eyes of customs officers and soldiers and stuff who might want to shut them down because at, at that time, you know, distilling whiskey was illegal. But um, George Smith's whiskey was famously sampled by King George IV in 1822 while he was up there on a state visit in Scotland because um, he wanted to sample a dram of the infamous Glenlivet distillery. It's quite a big deal in uh, whiskey history, that. So, and then in 1823, the Excise Act was passed, uh, meaning distilleries were able to distill legally if they wanted to. So in 1824, following year, um, George Smith applied and Glenlivet became the first legal distillery in the parish of Glenlivet. That's why on the top of the bottle, it has 1824 as their established date instead of anything earlier, even though they were still doing stuff. But it was illegal, you see. Yes, um, but um, George Smith's decision would prove unpopular amongst other kind of distilleries in the region because um, they were still operating illegally and they kind of wanted the Excise Act to be repealed, something that couldn't happen if uh, some of the distillers accepted it as a new law. So um, there were threats made against his life and uh, against the distillery, etc. So for that reason, he actually carried around two flintlock pistols at all times to ensure his own safety and that of the distillery. Where 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 those uh, pistols ended up, Nick? Do you know? Yeah, they're in the museum. Are they definitely in a museum? I have no idea. Ah, we should look that up. Answers on the postcard. We, sh- we uh, should look that up. Yeah, it'll be in the link, or whatever you told me to do when, you, when somebody needs something. Be in something. the show notes, will it? Be, be in the show notes. Mate. <laughs> he yeah. may have been buried with them. Who knows? Anyway, you never know. Well, funny about being buried. I just dropped my pen lid um, because he died in eight. 1871, and uh, his son, John Gordon Smith, inherited the distillery. Now, this is kind of a big deal-ish. Because Glenlivet was a quality product, other distilleries in the area started renaming their products Glenlivet because at the time, people just named their kind of whiskies from where they were from, you know? Right. And they're all kind of in that same area, in that Glen of Livet, um, as it were. But um, his son who now owned the distillery, John Gordon Smith, decided to take legal action and tried to claim ownership of the Glenlivet name. But his legal action was only partially successful and the verdict forced other distilleries in the area to stop calling their whiskey Glenlivet and give Smith and the blender, Andrew Usher, sole permission to use the brand, but permitted their distilleries to hyphenate their distillery name with the Glenlivet name. Um, which resulted in new distillery names such as Glen Moray hyphen Glenlivet Distillery, um, which was obviously in the same area. Um, but yeah, so they were one of the first people to actually trademark a name. And wow, yeah. And then of course, obviously that's very that's how everything's done now. Um, Glenlivet is now owned by Perno Ricard. Isn't he on Star Trek? <laughs> You were waiting for me to make that joke, weren't you? Know, you you knew it was coming, one. and it still made you. It's, 
kill made you laugh. <laughs> this is the same one you made in episode 13. So oh, I was, was it? <laughs> This is the problem of doing going back and doing the same thing again after months and months. Oh, John Luke Pennard. Yes. Um, <laughs> of course, Glenn Livett, yeah. Glenn Livett is a single malt scotch, but um, Jean Luke Pennard's other brands. Um, Pernod Ricard, you mean? John yeah. Luke Pennard Ricard. That's the one. That's yeah. the name, isn't it? That's the name. It's engaging. Engage. Yep. Uh, I made that joke too last time. Um, but yeah, their other brands include like Chivas Regal and Royal Salute, etc. So they use the single malt in their blends, you know. So some of that whiskey we got in that Chivas Regal blending kit is going to be a uh, going to be a Glen Livet probably. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So that's it. The Glen Livet. So, so this uh, this is a recent addition to the Glenlivet range, which was only released mm. last April. Yeah, uh, doesn't have an age statement, and uh, it's uh, ex bourbon cask finished, uh, but finished in casks that held Caribbean rum, which is similar to what was my fa- one of my favourites last year, the the Balvenie Caribbean cask, right? With fourteen, but, yeah, 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 with fourteen year, but except it had an age statement. Now I've been doing a lot of my own research on this recently, Nick. So a lot of these famous distilleries, the old ones, Glenlivet and, th- and places like that, they're called called Old World Distilleries, right? Yeah. They've they've got to try and compete with the likes of companies like Bimba and other world whiskies, McMira, these places that we've become to know and love, who are doing more interesting stuff and more interesting finishes. Mm -hmm. And so they're they're being forced to do things which are a little bit different. And it doesn't necessarily always go down that well um, amongst the whiskey purists. But, I mean, I think that's complete nonsense. I think it's great that they're trying to do something yeah, different. Yeah, uh, And bringing in different flavour profiles, which is what we want, and make whiskey accessible to more people. So I'm all in favour of this. I've had a smell already, and it's delightful. Um, yeah. The, so to highlight this, the Glen Morangi, they released a whiskey last year called Cake. Yes, haven't had that yet. Looks good. I've no, heard good things. But that's that's another one of, of these old whiskey, uh, old world whiskeys, just trying to compete with the stuff that you know Australian ta- Tasmanian whiskeys call back there, uh, <laughs> and uh, and and these other places which are doing interesting stuff, and places like Westland, you know, uh, in, in yeah. distilleries like Westland. So to me, I'm excited by this because it's old whiskey doing something different and doing something new, mm. and and hopefully. I think it's going to be really good, but when I, <laughs> I'm really excited about it because for the price range, it's I can't believe how cheap this is. It's very. Uh, well, I haven't reasonable. tasted it yet, but but it's a really really reasonable price. It's got a great sound, squeak, and a pop. Yeah, I knew you'd <laughs> want to get this. Obviously, this is one you've bought in the middle of the night because you love the. Uh... And I I just ran out. The if other you remember, one, the I, other had my, I had, you had, just I had out, my yeah. last sip of that that night. So that was the Balvenie fourteen. Yeah, that was the one. Exactly. God, I've had too much of this already. As but I'll uh, talk about later uh, on, I've been experimenting with it. Um, for the price range, if this mm. ends up being decent, Nick, if I end up liking this, this mm. could be a da- this could become a good daily. The normal price is a bit much for me for a daily, like 36 yeah, ish but, but uh, you seem to be able to get it on offer all over the place at the moment, so it would depend on, on how long, long that lasts for. Yeah. Whiskey! Oh, it's just... Mm, that is nice. It's, it's so good. It's, it's on the ice for me, it's got like a deep copper. Yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. Another word, uh, burnished was a word I found earlier on for this kind of colour as well. But... I mean, if you see this in the shops, it's in a big orange box. It's got orange labels on, and that just enhances the colour of this whiskey. I think it's like, 
Did you not get a box? You get a box. Tesco well, didn't give me a box. No, well. Mine came with a box and it's big and orange, right? Um, and to me, this whiskey almost feels ginger. Feel? Like, oh, it is ginger. Oh, yeah, it does yeah, have a ginger vibe. It just yeah. reminds me of like, uh, of Chris Evans. I look at it and I think of Chris Evans. Yeah. Don't forget um, your toothbrush. Not, yeah, not Captain America Chris Evans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not that one. Yes. Not that one. But this smells amazing. This smell on the nose. As soon as I opened it earlier, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. It is nice. Um, brown sugar and rum. Bra- yeah. Sweetness in there. There's a, there's a citrus in there. Yeah. Um, and cake. Just that cake mixture. The glorious cake mixture. The cake you really love. Mm. That's one of my favourite uh, smells. That whiskey smell there is a delight. That is a great nose. It is really nice. Um, I got banana. Um, normal banana, but like not the foam sweet banana. Normal banana, but also like unripe banana that kind of green green yep, yep, unripe yep, yep. banana not a bad thing you know it's different pineapple squares you know those you know like cola cubes you know you yeah. get the pineapple ones yeah, yeah, that yeah. i've got that that sugary pineapple sugary tropicalness it's got a tropical feel to it i know it's called caribbean twist or whatever it is <laughs> caribbean reserve but Caribbean, <laughs> twist. <laughs> Caribbean twist. Imagine if it was called that. That would be amazing. That would really upset some people in, 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 who love the old world whiskeys. Oh God, Caribbean Glenn twist. Livid Caribbean twist. <laughs> Glenn <laughs> Livid Caribbean yeah. twist. Yeah. Good lord, I could smell that all day long. It is a beautiful smell. Long. It's very fresh, isn't it? It's fresh oh. and fruity, and yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. I had a scented candle that smelled like this, I'd be dead happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd absolutely love that. Right, mm. let's get your, get your lips around this one then, Nick. What what are you giving me? Oh, different. Not what I was expecting, but in a good way. Mm. It's not the same as the Balvany. Different no. different sensation to that. Ooh. It feel it feels younger. Right. Um it, it's got a bit of a kick to it, hasn't it? In terms of you do get the alcohol. Yes, no age statements. So we're probably talking no no. What's the founder's reserve? Well, we don't know. That's the thing. It's so vague, this. You know, it's going to be ex-bourbon cask and then it's finished in rum barrels, but there's not a lot of information on it. Seems the youngest is a 12. There's probably some 12 in there, but yeah. they've probably put some younger stuff in there, maybe some six and some eight. Obviously, they can't put it as a 12 on the bottle and they're not going to want to put six or eight in the bottle. They might as well just call it a cool name like Car- Caribbean Caribbean Reserve, twist. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and you don't know if all of it was finished in the in the rum casks or just some of it. Of course. Either. Again, there's not a lot going on on the website. Flavor-wise, there's loads going on. I was getting like a caramel, apple, caramelized apple. Oh my God, you're so, that's what it, that's what, I wasn't expecting apple. That's why it's taken me a while to get there. But I was like, what is that? What is that? And it is, it's it's a caramelized apple. That's exactly what Mm. this is. That's why I said I wasn't expecting it because you've got all that tropical fruit on the nose, and then you get a garden orchard in, in the mouth. Mm. I've been looking at other tasting notes online. Everyone's talking about tropical fruits. For me, it's only really the banana. I'm trying to kind of see through that and trying to get whether the whether the apple is pineapple, for example. Um, trying to see what other tropical fruits that could be in there. Um, it's a, mang- a bit of mang- mango. That's it. Getting some mango in there. I am anyway. I was having trouble. Bit of trouble. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's one for the old crowd. <laughs> Frank Spencer. 
Frank Spencer. <laughs> Where'd oh, you pull that one from? I'm having a bit of trouble betting. <laughs> it's not a good impression. Anyway, my dad would like that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, Honey on the finish. Yeah, as well. definitely. Definitely right there at the end. Yeah. It's not a very long finish. No. It's very fresh. It's really refreshing, isn't it? Yeah. It's actually, it's quite cool on the tongue. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. But this is really tasty. Again, for the price, well, the price we've paid for it, I'm not disappointed at all. I think that's a fantastic whiskey for that price. Yeah. Uh, if, if it jumps up, may not, may not purchase again. Um. I, I would, would purchase that. it. I would if Actually, it was, I, for twenty four quid. I'd purchase that again, to be honest. Yeah, but if it jumps up to thirty six, is my point. Oh yeah. Oh, if it jump, I'll think if it jumps up in front of you on the shelf again. No, 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 no. If it jumps up to to price, then I wouldn't rush out to get that at that price. No, for twenty four quid. Yeah, amazing. It's fun to pick up if you see it cheap. Yeah, definitely pick this up, guys. It's, uh, it's very nice. And if they can turn it into a scented candle, I'd be dead at. If someone, if someone could tell me how to do that, <laughs> how do I turn this whiskey into a candle without blowing up my flat? Uh, I would be really grateful because it's just so good on the nose. Where's the fun in there? Just let it burn. Um, <laughs> what? Just set, the, set do a Molotov cocktail <laughs> in the flat. Yeah. Put, put yeah. a hanky in there, hanging out, soaking. Yeah. <laughs> Set it on fire. Just do that. Why not? Man, Why I should not? maybe see someone. Um, Car- Caribbean yeah. twist. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm enjoying that. Why they ever let two Englishmen have a whiskey podcast, I'll never know. As you can see, it's quite a lot gone on this for me. You had a lot of special time with that, haven't you? Well, I fell down a bit of a rabbit hole of experimenting with this today. Oh, because yeah. before Christmas, I watched uh, an Instagram TV of um, the Glenlivet brand ambassadors, David Robinson and Harriet Hendry, um, do like an Instagram live where they made hot toddies with some Glenlivets. Um, they did. They used the Glenlivet 12 and they used the Founders Reserve. Now, um, in that, somebody kind of asked, what flavours would you put with the Caribbean Reserve? And he suggested kind of like a hot toffee apple kind of vibe type thing for the hot toddy so today i tried to make something like it right so i mixed um two shots of glenlivet caribbean reserve one teaspoon of caramel syrup where did you get that from well you know the stuff you the syrup you can buy to put in coffee coffees oh yeah you bought that that. especially did you yeah i did yeah to try and uh yeah because you can make your own simple syrups and kind of with half sugar half water and try and infuse it with flavor but i thought this might be just a simple option um there was that, and I topped it off with apple and pear green tea <gasps> in the top, and uh, a brown sugar cube to try and um, yeah see what kind of drink I could that make out been of it. Super sweet. It wasn't too sweet. I I put the the sugar cube in there just to kind of give it a bit more sweetness, actually, because it wasn't that sweet for me. In the end, I actually put a dash of pineapple juice in there to give it a bit more of a zing. Wow. Yeah. And it was actually quite nice. I don't think it's the best thing for a hot toddy. I think hot toddy flavours need to be kind of spiced apple with cloves and all that kind of stuff. I don't think the, you know, when I look back at it, the tropical flavours may be better for cold drinks, you know? Yeah. Coconuts, pineapples, all that kind of thing. I'm not saying it wasn't nice. It was It was nice. Um, so yeah, I did. I tried that today and it was, it was all right. Um, what else did I do? I tried, uh, again, a double. That's why there's so much gone. 
research people, research, um, <laughs> on the rocks with some coconut water, which is actually the way they recommend it on the Glenlivet website. Right, which, would, it, have been, which would be in Dave Broome's book. Yeah, it was really nice. Really refreshing. Like, really how much refreshing. Co- how much coconut water did you put in? I t- I put 50% Glenlivet. Half and half. Half and half, basically. Yeah. With some ice? Yeah, with some ice. And it was a lovely, refreshing drink. It was really nice. And then, um, of course, then I got some of the old chokiski out and tried to make a, a bounty in my mouth. Oh, my God. Genius. Yeah. H- and how was that? It was nice. It wasn't very bounty-ish because coconut water isn't very coconutty. Coconutty. It's, it's got yeah, a different yeah, yeah, taste yeah, yeah, to it altogether. But uh, damn, I had fun trying this afternoon. I'll yeah, yeah. That sounds, sounds amazing. I tried one with pineapple and grapefruit green tea as well. Jesus, yeah. Where would you get all these green teas from? <sighs> Tesco. Same place I got the whiskey, Dave. But yeah, I was trying it out because obviously they're pushing, trying to kind of put these in cocktails and putting single malts in cocktails and stuff. And I was trying to weigh up whether it's worth putting a single malt in a cocktail like that. You know what I mean? When you might be able to put in a, something a bit cheaper and get the same result. But the thing is, at 24 quid, this is cheap. Yeah. You know, you this isn't much more than a bo- bottle of Jameson's, or in some places it is the same as a bottle of Jameson's or a bottle of Jack Daniel's. Yeah. And yes, you can get them on offer as well sometimes, but this is going to have more flavour than than some of the cheaper whiskies you get for, for your whiskey cocktails. Yeah, 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 and yeah. And add more to it. And for that price, you're not, think, you're not worried about, oh God, I've just put a 50 quid shot of well, a shot from a 50 quid bottle of whiskey in a, in a cocktail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I enjoyed um, it. Yeah, I thought they came out well. There's probably better recipes out there. I'm probably going to try and uh, perfect one of them. The, but, the uh, thing is, that that's the beautiful thing about what they're trying to do. And it's great that the brand ambassadors are getting on on Instagram trying to do that as well, because it's that, that whole point about, in a way, taking away some of the snobbery of the old world whiskeys and, and yeah. whiskey drinkers who, who do like their single malts with with in their proper whiskey glasses and like it a certain way. And whiskey's for drinking. It's a drink. It's a mm. drink. Yeah. It's a drink that's supposed to be shared and enjoyed amongst friends or on Zoom chats. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, you know, therefore, you want it to be as accessible, as accessible to people as you can and it'd be something that people want to go back to again and again and again. If the whiskey industry is going to survive, it's going to compete with gin. If it's going to compete with some of these other spirits which don't take as long to to make so therefore mm. can be cheaper it's got to it's got to provide something and uh i think i'm all in favor of this and i'm all in favor of having fun with this like you have as well i think that's a great idea yeah i did have fun um, with it did have fun with it today um and i'll probably just change a few things up it was what it was there the nick's caribbean caramel hot toddy was a uh, was all right maybe we should call the one with the coconut water the caribbean twist just because just why not? people yeah. <laughs> just because Seems like a good name for a cocktail. It does. Anyway. So there we go. As a, as a whole, very affordable, nice little tipple. Pick it up. Yeah, check it out. Check it out. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast. So, Nick, uh, we did a whole episode on what to buy whiskey um, lovers for Christmas. We did. We did that, Dave. Did uh, anyone, anyone treat you to anything? Well... Santa was very kind. First off, I'll get this out of the way. We talked about it the last couple of episodes, actually, that my favourite whiskey last year was the Westland American Oak Single Malt. Nice. Santa delivered. 
Oh, there it is. There it is. I have some. I have some in the flat, Dave. I tell you what, we only had the little sample bottle of that. That yeah. bottle is so red. The whiskey, the liquid is so red, isn't it? It's a lot darker than the uh, Garyana 5. Looks delightful. Oh, I really do. I need a bottle of that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's holding them up Showing to the Dave camera there. for me to see. Yeah, it's got uh, a bit more of a uh, ready tinge to it. They look great next to each other. Oh, Chukiski's gone over. Uh, <laughs> Chukiski down. I'll leave that. I'll leave that. Don't be too obsessive about the whiskey shelves. <laughs> Must put it back. <sighs> I'll leave it. No, I won't. <laughs> okay, Can we're back. It. We're back, Can everyone. So, yes, I was lucky. Thank you very much, Santa, for that. Got a few other whiskey bits as well, glasses and stuff, and a, an Irish whiskey-scented candle, which is very nice. See, whiskey scented candle. <laughs> I didn't even know you'd got that. Know, right? Someone drew me a Glenlivet's Caribbean twist <laughs> candle. I want a Caribbean twist candle. Anyway, wow. make it happen. I've never seen you this excited. <laughs> wow. Yes. So that's one thing I got. Another thing I got was something real. Oh, I'm so excited about this. If you remember, listeners, in our whiskey Christmas present episode, Mr. Billy Abbott was talking about a book by his friend, Eddie Ludlow, um, which he highly recommended. Um, it's called Whiskey, A Tasting Course. Brackets, A New Way to Think and Drink Whiskey. This book is fantastic. He's already got post-it notes in the top. Because it, this thing has everything in it. Absolutely everything. As Billy said back in the episode, it's kind of set out like a course has how to taste things and but it goes through every single region every country the differences between the whiskies how to taste things properly the different grains that go into whiskies what's rye what i love about it is just how well it's set out and how clear it's colorful the diagrams are fantastic it's really simple to pick up and just kind of flick through or you can read it front to back and you know really take it in and it's fantastic. I highly recommend this. Um, I hadn't even seen this anyway. It's only because Billy recommended it that I kind of, you know, put it out there, as it were. I've put a little bookmark here just to, what is the ideal age for whiskey, for example? And they have like a great little diagram where they have the, the years across the bottom and they have like these curves which show which flavours increase or decrease throughout the aging of the whiskey. So you have a bourbon one here, and it shows the upward curve of the spice flavour the more it's aged in the barrel, for example, and the downward curve of the cask flavour. It's stuff like this which is explained to you, and you can read it, but you see a diagram like that, and it just, you get it straight away. Um, anyway, I just really love it. I think people should go out and have a look at this, because um, I hadn't seen anything like this before. I love books like this. It's just really well set out, Dave. It's got a lot of pretty pictures. Nick likes books with pretty pictures, everyone. It's got just the right amount of pretty pictures in it. <laughs> and pretty diagrams. You know we both love a diagram, Dave. I do love a diagram. You know a I love a diagram. We love a table. We love a diagram. There's a whole double there on double page spread, making your own blends, Oof. stuff like that. You know, Oof. we love that. What is a blended malt whiskey? Anyway, I'm not just going to read this book back to back. It's really interesting. And... Uh, Billy was right. You're learning. You're learning. I'm learning. Yeah. Excellent. But yes, there we go. Um, look out for that. Yes, Eddie Ludlow, whiskey, a tasting course. Dave, what did you pick up? What was Santa kind enough to bring you 
this Christmas? Well, I, I got a couple of, of Norland glasses. Uh, I had some before. I had some black ones, but I got some clear ones. I'm really impressed. I like them a lot. So yeah. that's, that's quite nice. The black ones are weird, when yeah. they? You can't see through it. I yeah, found and I like to weird. see that. Uh, it's a nice experience, but to, I like to see my whiskey. You want to get that as part of the enjoyment. So, yeah, it's, it's nice. I, I got two of them, nice. and they came nice. with a, came with a polishing cloth, which I'm very happy with for your whiskey glasses. So, <laughs> uh, yes, I know. Right, proper yeah. whiskey glass polishing cloth because you know how annoying it is. Don't get getting the finger marks off your off your whiskey glass after you clean them. You clean them. And then they just like get a little smudge on. It's frustrating. Don't. It's even so, more frustrating why, when you're trying to take a nice picture for Instagram <laughs> and you've left a smudge in there. So I use I use a cloth which is meant for photography Screens. lenses. No, photography yeah. lenses. Oh, okay. That's what I use. But yeah, you're right. Polishing cloth. You don't think about it, do you? No. Um, a good friend of mine called Nick Kent got me a bottle of uh, Bullet Bourbon Frontier Whiskey, the 10-year-old version. Oh, that's uh, nice of him. I forgot yeah. to mention a good friend of mine called Dave Giles got me the Port Charlotte 10 heavily peated as well. Whiskey of the year. Whiskey of the year. Exactly. You can't have a whiskey shelf like that without Whiskey of the year. So, yeah, thank, thank you, Nick, for, for that. Um, I'm looking forward to that. Like Apparently, that. I'm looking forward to, well, the, the, the gift card said that Nick thought this would make a great old-fashioned, yeah. and I look forward to uh, to doing that. Yeah, I heard that on the podcast somewhere. Well, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and and uh, do, you remember, do you remember a guy called Danny Gruff, Nick? He was on episode four or five, I think. Five, episode five. No one listened to it. I don't think anyone listened um, to it. No, vaguely, vaguely. So Haven't I seen got, him for a while. I got a, I got a one-litre bottle from him. One litre. Jesus. Of Jack Daniel's Tennessee Honey. And it said the the, the accompanying <laughs> gift card was your palate may have uh, may appreciate more more um, something more sophisticated these days, but you can't beat the old favourites. He's right. And uh, we, we when I did my first album came out in 2012. This was new to the supermarkets, and that one week we did the album launch gigs, we bought four bottles of it the first night, and wow. by the second end of the second night we'd run out, and it was only me and him drinking it. With what? We were, knock- you put we were knocking that. No, we were just drinking it straight because it's, it's only thirty five percent. So it's not as it's, it's not, not quite as yeah, but it's not quite as bad because it's a, no, but it's a liqueur. It's quite it's thick. a liqueur. It's, it's really sweet How and sticky. Yeah, that? yeah. I have no idea. No idea. Well, well done you. Well yeah. done you. But then I did get. I, I also got so from uh, Lucy's mum got me. Have you seen this? Did I send you a photo of this? Look I think at I've this. seen that somewhere online. Yeah, you did send that actually. Yeah, well, that's fast. Aberfeldy Highland Scotch, uh, Highland Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, the Golden Dram, 12 years. That's a good tin. And it's that's a, a great beautiful, tin. beautiful bottle. It's um, it's a limited bottling, number number 2905, uh, which is nice. And it looks amazing. And and so, so basically, Aberfeldy. Am I even saying that? Aberfeldy sits on the bank of the, banks of the Tay, which is uh, Scotland's longest river. River, and there's something to do with gold, and it's built on <laughs> land famous for deposits of gold. Um, so, hence why it's called the Golden Dram. And they've I got see. this big. The box is this big gold, like a gold bullion oh. of, a, of a thing. So, I'm really looking forward to trying that. The two of us need to need to get onto that at some point. But uh, yeah, great presentation. And then uh, from my mum and dad, very kindly, I got a whiskey T-shirt, Nick. Oh yeah, because I got I got the matching T-shirt for this bottle of the whiskey. Oh yeah, which is one from Isla, which you don't have. Yep. Ah, uh, I got the Bunnahabhain. Bunnahabhain twelve year. Nice. Um, which 
I was in my uh, was in my advent calendar. Oh, and I loved, okay. And I loved it. So I think that's why because I raved about it in yeah. our family WhatsApp or in a Zoom call <laughs> or something. So, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward. To, I think we're going to enjoy this one. I think we're going to enjoy this one. Everyone's been talking about these uh, this 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 year. So um, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah, I, I had a good. I had a great haul whiskey haul. Nice man, that's cool. A variety of flavors in that as well. A variety of uh, different things. You know, I got a bourbon, got a liquor, <laughs> <laughs> a good honey liquor. A honey, uh, yeah, I do like licking honey. Anyway, uh, so that was Christmas for me. It was great. And if listeners, if you got anything, if you bought, if whiskey Santa bought you something, uh, let us know. We'd love to know what you got. Maybe something that you're not sure about. Uh, Maybe something you're really excited about. Please just let us know. Or any miscellaneous old books. Let, let us know. Let us know what you got. Yeah. Let us know what float Ted your boat. Ted. <laughs> this is the Whiskey God reminding you whiskey is for life, not just for Christmas. Yes, uh, important words there from the Whiskey God. Um, Thanks for turning up. This time of year, many people have received whiskey as a gift at Christmas, and they act very excited and grateful even while opening those those presents, Uh, only for their true colours to shine through later on in the holiday season. Yes, Dave. Unfortunately, many whiskies, let's face it, some cheap blends, end up being neglected by their new owners and either get put to the back of the whiskey cupboard or left on a shelf, dusty and somewhat forgotten. Now this is cruel, and here at Whiskey and Things, we're here to help. We're offering to rehouse your unwanted Christmas gifted whiskey and give it all a loving new home. Just slip into our DMs and we'll let you know where to send your bottles. Failing that, at some point in the future, we'll be offering suggestions on how to drink your cheaper blends and make them feel a little bit more loved and palatable. Yes, we will. The whiskey! Anyway, what's coming up in next week's show, Nick? <laughs> Episode 43. If, hopefully, people who are listening in the last couple of weeks, um, we mentioned that our good friend, friend of the pod, Rish, 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 Rish. gifted us both Rish. a nice lowland single malt um, a Bladnock, uh, the Samsara edition, uh, which has been matured in Californian red wine and bourbon casks. Mmm. In a delightful box, and and this bottle is delicious. Isn't um, it? It's a good square bottle. It's almost very much like a decanter. Comes in a nice yeah. box. And, uh, and I like that there's magnets in the lid of the box. I don't there's think there is. Magnet. I think it's just built so well. They just It just slides in. I don't think it's oh, magnets really? even. It's just built that well. Yeah. Bladnock. No, it's, um, it's definitely a magnet. Okay. Celebrating <laughs> 200 years, apparently. Um, 1817 established. So we're going to learn all about that, are we? Yep. I'm going to do all the research from these guys. So yeah, I'm looking forward. Oh, just, look at the bung on that, Dave. The bung know, on top of this, the cork is going. I can't. Can you imagine what that's going to sound like? Hey, do you know what? I just just want to bring this up. I was thinking, you know, I finished a couple of bottles that that were over Christmas, and obviously the glass went into the recycling. Yeah. Um. And I didn't do it, but I thought about it, and I wish I'd done it. A proper bung 
could make a great Christmas tree decoration. You store up all your favourite bungs over the course of the year. Oh, you're not wrong there. Put them on your Christmas tree and you've got a proper whiskey Christmas. You have, yeah. On the top of my Christmas tree, I have a Jameson's like bottle top. Nice. Um, which is a makeshift kind of, didn't have anything else to put on top of it. Um, but no, you're right. You're right there. But that's a big what? bung. That would weigh down a branch, that would. Yeah, but well, maybe maybe no, you're heavy, completely right. You're completely right. I mean, there are some I other s- lovely ones. Yeah, like like the Mira ones, beautiful and uh, oh, Mira. The- yeah, that'd be beautiful on a tree. Exactly, the balcony one got was two beautiful. You got the oak and you got the uh, the aluminium one. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I think it's a really good. I, I'm going to start collecting my my bungs from now on. Save your bungs, listeners. Save, Save your bungs. Your bungs, yes, your bungs. You do what you want. <laughs> Do what you want, oh my god! But oh bung. my god! Your bung. So uh, <laughs> thanks, thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, if you've tried the Caribbean twist, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, <laughs> and we'd love to know your opinions of it as well. Yes. Um, if you've made a nice hot toddy. Um, um, talking of which, we've not done this in ages, but I just want to give a shout out to someone actually, Nick. By um, all means, Dave. By all Andre means. Andre Cornett got in contact on Facebook. He said he stumbled upon uh, upon our podcast by accident whilst doing some research for his Scotch Club. I hope he didn't hurt himself. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, he said he's been listening back and loves it. He said uh, the, the Scotch Club is just a few friends learning about and enjoying whiskey. Novices for sure. Uh, he loves the humour and excellent work we both put in. Nick does excellent work and we both have fun. And I couldn't agree, uh, couldn't agree more with that statement. But uh, Nick he is sounds. Blushing. I mean that um, that sounds a lot like us. A couple of novices learning about whiskey, mm. uh, enjoying it. Uh, like that's our journey as well. So um, if if you're Welcome. part of Andre's club or if you're in another whiskey club, let us know. I, I'm not in a whiskey club. I suppose Nick and I are in our own little whiskey club, but. Um, mm. If you, of course, if you want to join our whiskey club, head over to patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. And, uh, and we've got some things coming up, which, uh, which you might want to get involved with. Yeah. Exciting um, stuff coming up. Exciting stuff. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. thank you very much for tuning in this week. We hope you've enjoyed the first show of the year. Uh, Nick and I are now going to have a little planning meeting <gasps> to, to decide what we're going to do. The with next my hair, because I didn't get it cut <laughs> before we went into tier four up here. What a Same. loser. But Same, no, but what, what Dave said, yes, yeah, so we're having a little planning meeting to uh, see what's coming up next few weeks. Yeah, we're going to plan all the distilleries which we can't visit. <laughs> exactly. And put the, put them we up, just make our own. Put them up on a map and decide when we're <laughs> never going to get to see them. But anyway. There we go. Um, but yeah, looking looking forward to trying this uh, this Bladnock. Uh, are you going to be putting any of it in a hot toddy? Absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I saved that one, I think. Save that one. Yeah. Save that, save yeah. that one for best. Just neat. Save it neat. Yeah, neat. Lovely. Lovely. Beautiful. Anyway, thanks for listening. Cheers. Thanks, thanks for, for coming. coming. Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions.